We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 971 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. I uh, saw a little breaking news here as I pick up my phone. UNLV is going to hire Barry Odom, former Mizzou coach, current Arkansas defensive coordinator. So he's going to be back as a head coach. A little bit later, Brian Kilmeade is going to join us for his weekly visit here at 425. Uh, co-host of Fox and Friends, the host of One Nation with Brian Kilmeade. You hear him every morning on 97.1 FM Talk. And he's coming to the MAC downtown location on Friday. You cannot get tickets. We are sold out. So congratulations if you got tickets. It's going to be a fun event. We'll be there Friday night. Great food and fun. Sue, are you going to be there? You're not going to be there. Yeah. Right? Oh, you no, are going to be there. I'm going to be there. Freddie, so you're going to be close. there? I'm going to be there. Excellent. we got the whole gang that will be there. We look forward to meeting Abby people. Abby will be there too. Yeah. yeah. And Kilmeade is um, coming up a little bit later. We have Eric Schmidt, the Attorney General, in the next hour as well. An audio cut of the day. Sheriff Carmine Marcino of Lee County, Florida. You know, my friend Tim McGowan, who was on the air with us in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, they're still trying to recover in that area down there near Fort Myers and Sanibel Captiva. Well, Carmine is, you know, trying to lead some of the efforts down there, and Tim thought it'd be a good hookup for us, so we took advantage of that, and he's going to join us in the next hour. Sue's News is coming up just momentarily, something I did not touch on yesterday. I'm pretty confident Sue's aware of it, but let me toss it out for discussion here. You're going to do Kirsty? No, T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach. Oh, the uh, yeah. the anchors who were having the affair. I I debated about whether that to put that in, and it's been since I guess I've had it for a couple of days. Yeah, Friday, Friday. Yeah. and uh, I did not. It's hard to know. So the the story here is they host something called GMA Three. It's a daytime talk show, mm-hmm. and Amy Robach's been around for years. I don't know T.J. Holmes, but they were both either 
in the process of getting a divorce or getting divorced. Who knows what the order of these things they were separated. Yeah, but they ended up um, getting together, having an affair that was not public. And then the tabloids got a hold of it last week. And then ABC News announced yesterday that T.J. Holmes and Amy Robach had been pulled from the daytime talk show days after the relationship became public. Kim Godwin, president of ABC News, made the announcement during an editorial call saying that the relationship had become an internal and external distraction, according to three people who listened to her remarks. So what they say is that it was not in violation of company policy. She didn't say how long they would be off the air. Now, I'll make a case here. In fact, Variety made this case a short time ago with a story that they blasted out. This is going to be the best thing ever for GMA3. There is no doubt. Oh, for sure. And I'm not saying they did this the way they did it on purpose, but this is no doubt going to be when if they allow them back on the air, People are going to tune in, right? Yeah. So it might be the best thing that ever happened for the show. It's just a matter of how do they kind of negotiate when, this moving forward. When is it on? You say it's middays. I, didn't I don't know. know. Fred, do you know? I think it's like 10 or 11. Oh, yeah, okay. So it goes you, up against today's show's Hoda and what's this? Right. Yeah. right. Okay. Remember, because when George was in here recently, George Gray, he was going to um, New York to be on with Drew on the Today Show. And he said, I'm going to be on with Hoda and, well, it used to be Kathy Lee, whoever it is now. But right. it's like that third hour. Gotcha. And I think that's well, what this is. She was married to Andrew Shue, if you ever watched Melrose Place. She was married to Andrew Shue? Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Elizabeth Shue's brother, we uh-huh. should point out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Elizabeth know Shue is married him. to the dude. Oh, oh I man. have to ask. The, no, on. no, no, wait a second, because okay, I, I think I can put this in. together. The son of the dude that did the Arch documentary. What's his name? He did the Great Education documentary years ago. Yeah, I don't oh. know who that is. Okay, I'll look that up. Yeah. Okay. Starts with a G. <laughs> it's da- yeah, it's Davis Guggenheim. Yeah. So his yes. Guggenheim's kid, whoever that was, anyway. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So yeah, I saw that and it's hard to wait. So do I'm sorry, I missed the bottom line. Are they suspended They're or coming suspended okay. currently? But they'll come back and everybody'll watch and that'll be the yeah. you know. You you would think so, right? Um yeah, Davis is the that's the son, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're married. Uh-huh. Because I went when when he did that. What was that documentary? That was such a good documentary on education. And I don't think Davis Guggenheim shares my politics, but he did a I great job on that. Well, but yeah, most Hollywood people won't. But I think that his you know his work in that was fantastic. And I, he was at the Critics Choice Awards, and I remember I went up to him and I introduced myself, and I had no idea he was married to Elizabeth Shue. Uh-huh. I kind of like her. Yeah, I liked her, too. Yeah. She wasn't super overwhelmingly friendly that night. But what I remember is, this was the moment that I remember, especially every time I watched The Voice. He was at a table. I said, hey, how you doing? And he goes, you know John Legend? No, I do not. And <laughs> John Legend asking. was right there. But then, no. hi, John. Nice to meet you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, I digressed. Man. That's interesting, though. But, well, I mean, it, it's really, you're right. It's going to be the best thing yeah. that happens to that show right. if they bring them back. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. All right. You want to do Sue's News here this oh, afternoon? Sure. Let's do it. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. I would like to say that uh, this thing on Friday has reminded me that I now have a radio wardrobe. So, you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I know what you're uh-huh. saying because yeah. I have not yet. I'm going to the Jack Buck Kill Awards Kill me, I'm talking night. about. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to the Jack oh, Buck Awards. you got to wear a suit twice in one week. 
That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Here's what I don't know. Uh-huh. Do the, this is my dilemma from the Derby last year. Uh-huh. Does the suit fit? I don't know. It does. Haven't worn it since the Derby. Yeah, but you wore it and it was fine. There was concern beforehand, and I think you're going to be fine again. I had a dry clean since then. So that's, that's good. A yes. That's good. Yes. You know, I, I have two concerns about Friday okay. night. Okay, number one. Uh, clothing is one of them uh-huh. because I don't want to. Sh- I, I don't want to show up looking like a defendant on Judge Judy's I, show. I get that. You know the guys that show up with bad suits. Fred, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be fine. I know. You're at our table. Okay. Mark's at the big table. We're at the kids' table, so it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the other concern is the food. I love. I can't wait for the steak. Oh, me too. I'm looking forward to that. I right want to know how I you. can hide my green beans. Oh, I'll eat them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't eat green beans. Yeah. No, Fred, I'm going to eat them all. We can bond on the green beans. <laughs> okay. Ugh. I'll okay. trade you. I'll trade you some green beans for your dessert. Okay. Uh, yes. Oh, I will do that. Deal. I will do that. Oh, that was easy. Yeah. I want my cheesecake. I'm sorry. Oh, it's cheesecake. Uh, it's cheesecake. Sorry, I got to rethink. No, you already. <laughs> you already, it. You already it. But Fred, are we assuming because somebody, maybe even Abby, asked me this? Like the dress code for Friday night? Is it like you no, feel it's, like it's suit and tie? It's business no, casual. No, it's, it's business. not business casual. No. It's business whatever's above casual. Oh, what Mark? But Cox that doesn't mean this. suit cocktail. It's business cocktail. cocktail. Right, but can't you wear a blazer <sighs> that's right on the borderline <laughs> is it I'll... i think fred could do it but i don't think you can you've got to go all the way i gotta wear a suit yeah well Kimo, you know kill me is gonna be wearing a suit right yes that's what i, I mean he, you I, cannot I'm go lower than brian. the most i bet brian sleeps in a suit that's my guess <laughs> yeah we'll ask yeah. him here in a People few do minutes. that i think abby and i'll be waiting tables so we don't <laughs> have to be asking i hope see. not i trip over nothing all the time so yeah. that sounds like a mess yeah that's not gonna work out okay mm-hmm. 138 years ago today In 1884, the Washington Monument was completed. Did you realize it was that old? I don't think I did. I certainly did not. And 58 years ago today, in 1964... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first aired on NBC. That is where we learned that bumbles can bounce. You understand? (laughs) Oh, I love the bumble. And that was 58 years ago today. Now this, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Here's here's my question about Rudolph and some of these other shows, because they still, and I've noticed this recently, they still air all these old Christmas shows. Awesome. So when I try to watch those with my daughter, she has no interest. Yeah, they just, I don't know that they hold up, but they still that's run them every year. What about the one with uh, the heat miser and the oh, cold that's, miser? That's that one's my favorite. My favorite. I, love I love it. I love that one. What uh, is that, though? A Year Without a Santa Claus. There okay. you go. That's the best. Now, yes. I'll watch that all the time just all to the hear time. the song. And I got to tell you, when I was at the hotel, miser. staying at a hotel in New York yeah. before on Thanksgiving, they were playing that on a big screen um, by their restaurant. Oh, I love it. And it was it. packed with little kids watching. Oh, oh okay. So we just got to do the right ones, Mark. All right. And, uh, oh, the Burgermeister Meister Burger one, not very happy. So there are some that are better than others. I get it. And this has music. 53 years ago today, in 1969, this song hit number one. Oh. Uh, bonus round, name the band, because I couldn't do it. I can, but I know, because no. I'm reading it. Fred, do you know? No, I don't. Wait, this was a number one song? Yes! I don't Isn't think that I knew incredible? that. I guess that makes sense. So now that I hear the uh, the verse and not the chorus, I do remember this. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. Like a Motown song. What year was that, Sue? 1969. All right, there you go. Uh, the, the band is Steam. But they kind of 
it's kind of a fake band that they kind of put together to record this kind of deal. It's not Steam was not a, a known entity. So they didn't do a world tour. <laughs> right, there was or no Steam like that. They were never world on American tour. Bandstand. <laughs> right. Well, that's a good little nugget, though. I like well, that. Well, you hear it at all every uh, sporting event known to man. I just didn't realize that at one point it was a number one hit. Um, I love her, and I know we all know this happened by now, but Kirstie Alley did pass away yesterday. She was 71. Um, she fought, this, uh, her family released a statement that said she fought with great strength, leaving us with the certainty of her never-ending joy of living and whatever adventures lie ahead. And I thought that was nice. My, my understanding, it was, it was cancer, but it was really fast-moving. It was moving. a short bout yeah. of colon cancer. Right. They did not realize how, yeah. Um, and John Travolta actually posted a tribute to Kirstie saying, quote, Kirstie was one of the most special relationships I've ever had. I love you, Kirstie. I know we'll see each other again. And nice. uh, so, mm, 71. Sorry about that. Uh, by the way, I've been looking up, you know, just some holiday stuff. And in a new survey... <laughs> 78% of Americans say that they're looking to save money this holiday season by purchasing pre-owned gifts. Huh? That, what, what? That's right. 78%? I just thought that was way high. No way. Now, we're not talking about vintage collectibles or refurbished electronics. These people are reportedly hitting up sites like OfferUp and Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, eBay, any place you can get stuff just a little bit cheaper. Now, see, she's nodding her head. I'm, Abby, are you re-gifting stuff? What's n- happening? No, I'm not, but I think it, it kind of makes sense, as mm-hmm. long as you're not buying, like, I don't know, bad stuff. Look, right. I think stuff, it, but... by the way, just for the record, I think it completely makes sense, and I think a lot of people are doing mm-hmm. it. I just don't think that 78% of people are doing well, it. Well, I would agree with that. Although, I guess they were just saying that people were looking, whether or not they were pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. We did it. I can't tell you what we did, <laughs> although I just kind of did. Excuse me? That did know, not th- make any sense. I know, but I said nope. the word we. I check, don't know if I've told you this story. Check your present when you get some Mark <laughs> this year. No, you know, you know what happened? We were, uh, hopefully, what time is it? Now, my, my daughter's in daycare right now or after school. Cool. So when we were in Vegas, we remember the Uno showdown that we had, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Where I was a big baby and whined about mm-hmm. being targeted because I was huh. being targeted, and mm-hmm. they were taking, you know, they're mm-hmm. taking. Because you could target an Uno. Yeah. Well, yeah. I felt like they were. My daughter backed huh. me up, but we also got into because Rick had a Wii, so we started playing Wii tennis. Remember the Wii? This is a perfect example. Yes. So we get back. Alexa loved it. Like once she realized mm-hmm. what to do, she couldn't get enough of it. And we're looking for opportunities with a little seven and a half year old. You know, the first thing she did. You'll love this. So the first thing she did last night, she got home, there was a little daylight, she got on the bike. She goes, I'm going to ride my bike. But you can't do that as much right now. So we're trying to make sure that she's not watching the iPad or TV. Ah, some exercise This this will be a Christmas present. So I got, the sound room came over today because we had to make sure that it it worked with the TV and everything. Oh, that was smart. And I think it's going to work. So that was... Like 90 bucks on eBay. See, and then people also in the poll say, you, you can go, for instance, onto a site called Poshmark and get something that was worn once or maybe a purse that somebody took out once. So I get it. Saving money equals a good thing. Uh, do you want me to do one more? Or wrap do one it up? more. Okay. The publishers, Fred sent me this, and I know you love these stories. The publisher uh, of Oxford English Dictionary have announced... The 2022 word of the year, and I've never heard of it. Okay, it's two words. Goblin mode. Have you heard of this? <laughs> no, no idea. Thank you. The term was chosen by a popular vote, by the way, for the first time this year. Here's what it means. Goblin mode. 
describes a person who is, quote, unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Well, that yeah. sounds that sounds a lot have like me, if I'm being this? honest. I me don't know. Too. Have you ever heard this term ever? Much oh, so. you have? Wait, yeah. You've heard it? The kids must yeah. use it. Yeah. I've never heard that before. So how could you use it in a yeah. sentence? Yes. Can you lose it? <laughs> like, who would yes, you? how would you use it? Don't use me, because I've already used myself. <laughs> okay, I'll just pull a random name. Did you see Amanda today? She was full goblin mode. And people know what that means. That's yeah. hilarious. So in your estimate, I know she just gave the definition, but give me your Harsh I would say definition. like either really lazy or like crazy, like okay. doing weird stuff. Well, that like, I could see norm. the crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Goblin mode. I'm starting Goblin to use mode. it, Fred. Put it in your okay, uh, in it. your uh, <laughs> repertoire. Fred, here's what you and I need to do. Okay, oh, I'm no. just telling you right now. This is a good plan. Christmas time. The boys will be in town and you'll be with the kids. Right. Right. So my kids Use will it? be around too. Just drop it randomly. <laughs> oh, man. Reardon was in full goblin, goblin mode. Yeah, and the kids I will be like, it. dude, dad is hip. <laughs> oh my gosh, Fred. Yes. Okay, that you would must be so do it. funny, by the way. That is too great. Uh, Oxford <laughs> said this statement seemingly it captured the prevailing mood of individuals who rejected the idea of returning to normal life or rebelled against the increasingly unattainable aesthetic standards and unsustainable lifestyles exhibited on social media. Uh, hers was a lot simpler. <laughs> and finally, in Sue's news, we have today's random fact. Remember when, okay, uh, Mark and Fred. Remember when that you used to be able to get lifesavers for Christmas and it was a book and there yeah. were 8 million flavors in it? Yeah. Do you well, remember I do, I do that? I remember that. It's like a small book. Yes. You open it up. I have no recollection. I, of that. Get, I get a version of that every do Christmas you really? from my mom. Yeah. Okay, well here we go. The first seven flavors of lifesavers were peppermint. Okay. Wintergreen. All right. Clove, licorice, cinnamon, violet, and chocolate. Clove. But only peppermint <laughs> and wintergreen are still around, with good reason. I'd huh. take a cinnamon one. That'd be good. Oh, I bet it's mm, spicy. I'll tell you what I like. I like those soft uh, the soft lifesavers. Oh, yeah. yeah I do, too. Lifesaver the gummy. shoes or something. The like gummies. Gummies. Yeah, Ooh, those are really those good. Are good. All right. There you go. Wrapping up Sue's news. Brian Kilmeade coming up next. We'll ask him if he um, sleeps in a suit. I think that's a good question for Brian coming up next. He's coming to town on Friday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. General Eric Schmidt joining us in the uh, the next hour. The Fauci deposition was released yesterday. He's going to give us an update on that and some of the other things with big tech as he prepares to head to the United States Senate. Brian Kilmeade is coming to town, as most of you know, this Friday night at the MAC. He's with us this afternoon for his weekly visit. Brian, as you might expect, we are sold out on Friday night at the MAC, and nice. we're very excited. It's awesome, right? Uh- Oh, that's awesome. That's great, Mark. Will you be there? Absolutely. We're all going to be here. Sue's with me in the studio. We're going to be there. Uh, nice. Fred and Abby, you'll get to meet the whole team from the Mark Reardon show, so we're very excited. But we just had this discussion, so we're challenged just a little bit because I know you do radio, but you're you know a guy on television. We don't dress the way that TV nope. people do, so <laughs> nope. I don't even know if my suit fits me, and I should probably have more than one suit because I'm 57 years old and an adult, <laughs> but I can't even guarantee you that I do. But I made the comment a few minutes ago. I think if I had to place a wager, I think you sleep in a suit. Can you confirm or deny? Well, put this way, I'll probably be coming in a suit because I'm, uh, I'm going to tape my Saturday show, and we're going to uh, do half Thursday, half Friday, in order to get, a plane, get up to a plane on time, and then we hope the air, airport doesn't let us down. Right. And then, uh, so I'll probably be in a suit, So, uh, but you'll be looking more fashionable towards St. Louis, for example. I wouldn't. I imagine you in a blazer, perhaps. Well, that's or what a, I was saying. Sweater. Yeah, no, but yeah. the team. Not a, I'd probably do a little blazer look. But Sue was kind of thinking no. I need to dress it up because I think he should just put on a suit <laughs> for the occasion. I don't think that's too much to ask. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Class well, I, I, I actually don't think there should be a dress code. I think the minute you start demanding things when you come to town, you turn <laughs> people off. It's just one person. I don't care what anybody yeah, she else. She doesn't care wears. if it's me. She just she just wants to target me. But this would be historic because this would be a week I, I wore two suits. I can't even remember. We have the Jack Buck Awards tomorrow, Brian, and that's a that's actually at the MAC as well. And if I wear two suits in one week, I can't even remember. That might have been a decade ago. Someone's head might explode. That's right. All right, let's talk about some issues here, Brian Kilmeade. How about I love this from Ducey asking this question earlier today. Why go to a border state and not into the border? Because there's more important thing going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. So he's going to Arizona, uh, but he's not going to go to the border. And KJP is trying to defend this as well. And, of course, the rest of the media is complicit. It doesn't seem too big of an ass, does it? It's unbelievable. And then when he looks, feels like, wait, you know, I got through the elections. I don't have yeah. to pretend to be interested in stuff I'm really bad at. Or I'm actually doing the right thing, according to my left-wing uh, immigration activists. And so I didn't pay the price for it. It's not November 1st. It's uh, December 6th. So I'm out. Uh, I don't have to pretend. Or it's bad politics. I can't tell you how many times he makes these off-the-cuff off the remarks, and they're just ridiculous, where I imagine even people on his side are, like, rolling their eyes, like, why would you say that? Why don't you say, not on this trip, but I'll be down there soon? Or right. just say, well, I'll be, I'll be getting together with the governor. We're going to be finding a way forward. You know, he's got a Democratic governor now. Find a way forward to take those barriers down, you know, those big containers that were the makeshift wall because the president stopped uh, building the wall that we paid for. 
So they made makeshift containers down there that Governor Ducey put down. So he's going to be taking them down. She's going to be taking them down, I'm sure. So I hope Kelly steps up and says, you know, the stuff I was saying during the election, I do have an ounce of integrity because I'm an astronaut and a military guy, so it's probably going to stand up and do the right thing. But it's just a dumb remark for the president, but it's also taunting to people like us, like our listeners, that really care about the border. And guess what? There's some Democrats and independents who care about the border, too, which is ridiculous. Do you leave your back door open or your front door open? Do you leave your car door open? And just because, you know, if you do, it doesn't mean you want stuff robbed from it. It doesn't mean you want people living in your car until you get in the car, and then they'll get out eventually. It just makes no sense. I, I, I still don't understand in the big picture how many major things that President uh, Biden has done wrong they didn't have to pay for, and maybe people think it's because abortion is just too overpowering. I'm not sure, or Donald Trump is too repulsive. I'm not sure, uh, but uh, I'm just curious to see if Maybe, you know, for example, they didn't get the Senate, and that was bad. But all of a sudden, they got the House, and they said, well, that was in jeopardy. But now the House looks like it's going to be seven seats. So seven seats is better than three, better than none. Now it's been out seven. If they could pull up the Herschel Walker upset, they could feel somewhat like they're on a roll. And they did get 3.4 million votes overall than Democrats. So they could start building on that, perhaps. I'm not sure. Well, I, you know, I, I definitely said a few weeks ago, I guess a month ago, going back to the midterms, I, I should not make political predictions. I guess my gut check, I'm not making a prediction, and maybe I should because it'll turn out the other way, is that Herschel's not going to do very well today in Georgia. Not sure. Uh, you know, early on they were saying the rain is keeping people out. I, uh, Doug Collins wrote me during the show, and I'm not sure if I should have said his name. He didn't tell me not to, but he <laughs> said uh, I shouldn't have been number 64. I should have been number 364. It scares me. I'm down there at 820. I know Georgia well. I'm a very conservative area. I should not be number 64. Uh, and I go, why? And I go, is it rainy? He goes, yeah, but not that hard. And so, that's interesting. But you know, don't you think it comes down, Mark, a lot to do with the coverage? Everywhere you looked, and Drudge, by the way, is the biggest fan. They sold out Drudge. So you used to like that collective, that big headline, and then you look at the collections of all the other headlines. But everything is negative uh, Walker. I mean, you would think uh, you would think he's dumb, he's an idiot, uh, he beats every woman he sees, he, uh, he demands abortion from everyone he knows, as opposed to the slumlord who has an ex-wife that says he ran over to her, threatened her, he's a great actor, and he does not increase his child support with his increase in salary. Our kids are starving and they never see him. We never even heard that story. You would think if this was Herschel, we'd be seeing it every day. But you never heard the negative, so we're asking people to look through all of that and then go ahead and vote. So I think that in the rural areas, it's all Herschel. In the dense areas, it's all uh, Warnock. What they hope for is to turn some of the black vote to Herschel. And he doesn't seem to have done that effectively, which might build to your point. Yeah, and I, I think some of this goes back. You, you made this point about the president. Election's over. I think they feel emboldened. I would make the same observation when it comes to what happened with the Twitter dump last week, because the way that they're reacting is nothing to see here. This isn't a big deal. It's something we knew about. Well, the rest of the media is going with that, too. You know what CNN has done with this particular story. You've seen the New York Times and their explainers as well. So they don't think that this is a serious issue. So then the American public, for the most part, when people aren't dialed into a show like yours or a show like mine, they they kind of believe that they're going to take that and trust the media and their word, which is dangerous. It is. And I, I just think, look, the media who told you two years ago that the laptop was fake and it was Russian disinformation. Now, the New York Times, Washington Post, CBS, just about every outlet says, yeah, that's real. You know, we, we did use our experts. The more I think about it, it's real. And then you have every CEO going, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and the, the former CEO of Twitter go, yeah, we never should have done that. 
Okay. So now we're supposed to agree, now that we got Twitter, now that he goes in there and, and provides all the emails and the interaction, we're supposed to say, now it doesn't matter? You just told us it matters, but it's too late. Now that it's mattered, it's out. They never in a million years thought some billionaire was going to buy Twitter. He did, uh, Elon Musk. And now I think that if you're going to ignore early, I think it's just going to continue to grow. For example, I think the shadow banning is the most fascinating. And Don Jr. was the first one to bring that up. He says, you know, why are people not getting my tweets? Why am I getting 14 retweets? Uh, I'm one of the biggest guys on Twitter. I used to have this amplified presence. And actually, PragerU was the first time I heard. PragerU was saying we were the number one thing on social media. Now it's being squelched. You know, is that conservative Christian look at our history? And then also I see Don Jr. Now it's commonplace. So now we're going to find out who was shadow banned. I don't know if anybody noticed out there, but I think a lot of our followers are picking up big time. Why is that? More yeah, bots right. or more people? Yeah, more are people. you getting more, Mark? Uh, I, you know, I can't really. I'm, I've, what's interesting is ever since I've been on this station, I've picked up, you know, people who have followed me. It kind of, you know, reached the ceiling when I was on the KMOX side, but we picked up a lot of people. I haven't noticed anything significant, but I'm not quite as active on Twitter as I used to be. Uh, but look, I, I think that you, you know, you have people out there, and I played some of this audio from Uriel Roth earlier, defending the decision to ban the Babylon Bee over the the tweet about you know Rachel Levine being the woman of the year, which is satire. I mean, they're not trying to pull Saturday Night Live down for saying mean things about Republicans, right? But they'll pull it down if the Babylon Bee or libs of TikTok say something that offends them. And we all know that. It's not going to happen anymore on Twitter. Are we going to demand the same thing? Are we going to demand the same thing from Facebook and others? And the minute all this got stuff exposed, and just keep on jamming it down and keep on making people follow it. And then you have Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss, obviously not right-wing Republicans, no. who keep reporting it. And they're going to keep doing it. And now you have somebody, uh, Greenwald, Glenn Greenwald, doing the same thing. Who's, who says, I'm, I'm a liberal, I'm gay, I'm in Brazil. And I'm just saying that I used to... I used to subscribe. These used to be my friends. I I can't do this as a journalist. So the more they bring it up, as opposed to well run, uh, well known conservatives like Sean Hannity and Mark Levin, I think the more credibility it's going to get. And then the more people like Ro Kahana bring it up and say I got a problem. You know, it's revealed too. Ro Kahana, this um, this. I mean, he's a socialist, basically. He's a nice guy, but he's a socialist. And he says, I have a huge problem with you destroying this story on Hunter Biden. It's, it's, it's against free speech. It's going to blow up in our face. The more things like that happen, it'll be almost impossible to ignore. And then if you're really going to try to make CNN something that's credible, how long can you ignore this story? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, by the way, do you find, you know, I, I've actually on, on this show... And I talked about him, I think, a week ago tomorrow. I talk about Matt Taibbi a lot, ever before this. I don't know if you subscribe to his Substack, but he he's like uh, a little bit more. Um, he's like Bill Maher, where he's rejected the nonsense, the woke nonsense, but he targets a lot at the at the mainstream media because he sees he's a journalist. He considers himself a reporter, not someone who wears you know a jersey. Although he's been lefty, I've read him for years in Rolling Stone, but he's done a complete turnaround, which is why Elon Musk trusted him with this dump of information. Yeah, he needs somebody that even if he even if I think Joe Rogan would have been trustworthy too. Uh, but even if uh, you know, even if Elon Musk was best friends with. Uh, Tucker Carlson, let's say, for example, he just Tucker's just looked at as a guy on Fox at eight o'clock that's going to be always viewed as conservative. So you got to go to somebody who's in the middle that's fair. 
But what Matt Taibbi said, which I don't conclude, if he's just doing that to, to try to make sure he's not excluded from uh, Democratic conversation, but he said no proof of federal government uh, uh, playing a role in the destroying of the Hunter Biden story. That's ridiculous. You know the FBI had this thing a year. They held on to it. Yeah. They knew it was coming out because they were on Miranda Devine's email. And then they quickly went to all major, every two weeks, all these major social media outlets and said, get ready for social disinformation. And then they're ready with 51 so-called intelligence experts. They're playing a role. They didn't walk in and go like they did at Mar-a-Lago, I'm the FBI, I'm raiding. But what they did is other things. They put their hand on every single major social media outlet and said, don't do it if you want any credibility. And they said, good. If you want me to squelch a story that's going to hurt Donald Trump, that would have helped Donald Trump, no problem. Absolutely no problem. So if they said, well, you want me to squelch a story that's going to uh, is going to help Joe Biden, there would have been a major pushback. But it yeah. just all worked. But when Matt Taibbi stopped short and says no government involved in really, is the FBI part of the government? Were they orchestrating this? Was James Baker, who's in the middle of the Dorm report, in the middle of the Mueller report, he quits to join Twitter, and he's in the middle of this. It's a joke. Well, it's there like are a, a lot of – yeah, there a are a lot of questions still that, yeah. that I would have, and I, I certainly would think that we should focus a little bit on the Justice Department and their role. I'll close here with um, – I came across this earlier, and I'm, I'm going to gift this to you if you haven't heard it for the radio show tomorrow, but this is awesome. This is Jane Fonda. If there were no racism, there'd be no climate crisis. If there was no misogyny, there'd be no climate crisis. It's a it's part of a mindset. It's the mindset that looks at a woman and says, nice. Have you heard that before? That that's amazing, right? If there was (laughs) there would be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism and misogyny. Did you know that, Brian? I no, learned you that know, today. I, I would, I, if that's why I was quiet for a second. I was writing that down because I like to learn every day. So I'm going to be able to – now I have a lead for tomorrow's show. So if I could just on the climate crisis, which should I do? Should I, solve, should I solve racism, sexism, or the climate crisis? Should I do climate crisis then – uh, the racism and sexism will be solved the other way around. Yeah, you can you can pick your order. But, you know, I figured since you're coming to town this week, I was going to gift that to you as a fellow talk show host. But we really are. Look, we're excited this thing is sold out. We can't wait for you to get here. We got 400 people that will pack that room on Friday night. We're going to keep our fingers crossed for good travel, and we'll see you Friday. Uh, I believe we're looking at an overflow setting, too. I think we are. See you Friday. Right. Go get it, Mark. Thank After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You know, the the Democrats spent 
three times, I think it was like 50 million to 150 million down in Georgia for that Senate race. So my expectation is Herschel is not going to do very well today. But look, I'm bad at political predictions. So you never know. You really don't. What might, well, you don't, because look, we heard from Brian that that he has um, former Congressman Collins saying turnout is in my area a little low. There's rain. So I don't know. People have to vote or. Or not, and then we'll see based on the uh, returns tonight. But I would expect that Herschel might get smoked just a little bit. Hey, uh, we had someone check in who's a friend, used to work here, Jody. We um, know her, you know her, I think, a little bit better than I did. But she reached out, explain her question. Yeah, I wanna... she said, what was Mark's, uh, what, you, what uh, audio cut of the day? Audio cut of the day from yesterday, because I really would like to hear it again. Can uh, Where can I find it? And I said, well, on the website, you click on podcasts and go to Mark Ridden show from yesterday. And then we were all discussing what was it. I know I, I couldn't even remember. And then it was Abby who said, "Oh, I think we know the quote. It was about kale from Senator John Kennedy." Well, this is why I was a little confused because I did use. There's this audio of the police chief in Florida that was pulled over in the golf cart and basically flashed her badge to get out of a ticket, and then she resigned yesterday down in Tampa. So I used a little of that audio. But yes, this was it. And I only played it once yesterday. For those people who missed it, they missed a gem from Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. Here it is. He's down in Georgia. Talking about Herschel. These woke, high-IQ stupid people, they're easy to recognize. They hate George Washington. They hate Thomas Jefferson. They hate Dr. Zeus, and they hate Mr. Potato Head. These woke, high-IQ stupid people, they walk around, they walk around with Ziploc bags of kale that they can eat to give them energy. Now, if you want to eat kale, that's up to you. I don't eat kale. Do you know why? Because kale tastes to me like I'd rather be fat. Yes. And these high IQ stupid people, the wokers in charge in Washington, D.C., the berserk wing of the Democratic Party, they hyperventilate on their yoga mat (laughs) if if you use the wrong pronoun. They're all over Washington, D.C. Oh, he that was like he's usually good, but he was more on fire than I think typically. Kale tastes to me like, like I'd, I'd rather, rather be, be fat. fat. Yeah. I mean, that, you can't. Uh, that's a John yeah, Kennedy yeah. original, right? And you can't really argue with that no, either. He really can't. You know, I like the arugula, so I'm just going to be honest. Oh, I like, I like if it. I, it can it's be a peppery. little elite when it comes to my leafy, um, mm-hmm, you know, greens. food items. Mm-hmm. But the kale doesn't quite do it for me. When you get it baby fresh, I had a neighbor who used to grow it. Then it was really good, but you still had to prepare it properly. But I still get his point. <laughs> Excellent. All right, we have a. Uh, Attorney General, I almost said former Attorney General, he's still the Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, he's going to be <laughs> United States Senator um, in January. But we're going to talk, he was on Hannity last night, and the deposition that they took from Louisiana and Missouri for Dr. Fauci was released yesterday, and then he's got some really good stuff on this Twitter um you know, issue as well. So that's coming up in the next hour. I want to invite you to come to Spain with us in April. Mike Kenny was on the show last week. It is going to be a spectacular trip. We still have some openings. And one of the things that Mike said I want to hone in on, I, I have some friends who in the latter parts of their, I don't want to say the latter, I'm about to kill my friends. At this point in their life, I should say, they focus on experiences and not just material things. And, yeah, and a it's trip nice. like this, and you've been to Spain, so yeah. you know this is going to be full of memories. we got a great group together. We're leaving on the 23rd of April. We're going to, um, well, we fly out of St. Louis to Germany on Lufthansa, then to Madrid, three nights in Madrid. We leave on a Sunday. We come back on a Sunday. So it's Madrid for three nights, and then it's Barcelona for three nights. 
I was with David Young from The Sound Room. We had lunch on Friday, and I was telling him about this trip. And I said, I'd never been to Barcelona. I'd been all over Spain. I'd never been to Barcelona. He said, it's my favorite European city. I'm right there with him. Right. I'm close to Paris. Don't, and I love Paris. So uh-huh. that's my, if it's, I had to answer, a... if I answer that question today, it's Paris. Yeah. I've been there several times. But look, Mine's there's an tie. opportunity now. I could say Barcelona. I get it. I, I can't get it. wait. Defineddestinations.com, or I've pinned it at the top of my Twitter site if you'd like to join us. Defineddestinations.com. It's going to be an epic trip. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.